Hello, my lovelies. I hope you're listening closely because I'm about to come through with the juiciest of announcements. I don't know about you, but I am so sick and tired of Zoom learning and virtual connections. That is why I am so excited to announce that we have just opened applications for 25 badass women in business to join us in Miami in 2022 for the very first ever Momentum Personal Branding and Business Retreat. Yes, you heard me right. We go into Miami. But first, let's get something straight. This is not a raw, raw retreat or a conference. Momentum is a personal brand building experience. It's a three and a half day hands-on training where we get to work. I am partnering with some of the top experts in the game. I'm talking marketing, social media, PR, intellectual property, branding. And over the weekend together, we are going to show you how to position yourself as a captivating industry leader who gets those premium paying clients and aligned speaking opportunities without a huge following or hiring an expensive PR team. Basically, we about to bust your personal brand into the next stratosphere. Plus, you're going to enjoy a luxe venue with Miami vibes, get that decadent swag bag filled with pampering and business goodies, pose for a stack of juicy new lifestyle headshots, and of course, mouthwatering eats and treats that demand to be shown over on the gram. My favorite part is I've created the juiciest personal brand playbook that you're going to be able to fill out on the spot. So when you leave, you are ready to implement with strategy, confidence, and ease. So if you've been waiting for a sign that it's time to level up your presence and unleash your industry expertise, then this is the invitation that you have been waiting for. So here's the thing. We have limited spots available because we want to create this curated experience for every Every single one of you who get into that room. So once the spots are gone, they be gone. So if you know you want to be there, just visit bit.ly forward slash momentum retreat. Now let's get in to the episode. When you see people's pictures online, you make a decision about them. You may not even be able to verbalize it. But if you see a picture, you instantly are saying something like, "Ugh, I don't know. They don't look like somebody I'd like to work with. You've never even spoken to this person. How many times have you done this? (laughs) I've done this. (laughs) They don't look friendly. They don't look like my vibe. They don't look fun. Or you say the opposite. They look fun. They look interesting. Ooh, I want to know more. I can't tell you how many times people have reached out just solely based on, this sounds stupid, but just solely based on loving my glasses or loving my lipstick color. Like, I can't even tell you. I have so many people. One of the things I have on my intake is like, what had you choose me? It's almost like you being good at what you do is now a given. All the other pieces that make you up as a brand are what people are now deciding between you and somebody else. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths. So sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. 
What's going on? What's going on? Yes. So what's up, my beauties? So welcome to your Dirty 30 on a Monday. Today we are going to be talking about how you can jumpstart your brand with 10 easy excuse-free tips right here, right now. All right. So I'm going to be sharing some of the behind the scenes with you. You ain't going to want to miss it. So pay attention. 10 ways to jumpstart your personal brand because that is the number one question I get asked by everyone. It's how the heck do I get this thing started? I actually had this conversation with a potential new client last week and she said one of the key things that had her like choose me to like come into one of my my programs or this workshop that I had going on was she said your energy. She was like, I was feeling like such crap and I needed some of that injected in my life. And it was such a rewarding comment for me because I try to bring the energy when I can. People ask me, Monique, are you always at a 10? Are you always hype? Are you always happy? Absolutely not. I'm not psychotic, okay? Clearly not. I have my ebbs, my flows, my ups, my downs, the days I don't want to get out of bed. I have all the same feelings everyone else does. However, I know when I come here every Monday, and if you guys are new here, we have been here every Monday for almost four years. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, I need to do like an anniversary party for the Dirty 30. And it started with me coming on live. I didn't know anything about Instagram. I was, believe it or not, I was nervous about going live. I was nervous about being on video. And I had a coach who challenged me to come and go live for 30 days straight. and. It was all in service of Monique launching a new program. And I was like one of those people who's maybe some people like you were like, I'm not going to come out here on Instagram or do any videos until my program is ready to launch. And she said something to me that I say to every one of my clients now. She said, Monique, you can't come out here when you're ready to launch. People don't know you yet. You need them to get to know you. You need them to warm up to you. And I was like, oh, that makes complete sense. So from then, I went from 30 days live, then I went three times a week, and now I go every Monday. So this has been four years strong. This brings us into our topic for today, which is like 10 ways to jumpstart your personal brand. And I actually don't even know if I have this on the list, but oh, yes, I do. It's actually number 10, which is show up. Show up is your number one way to jumpstart your personal brand. So I advise all of my clients to go live. It's the fastest way for people to get to know you, see your personality, for you to get comfortable with owning your lane, showcasing all of your expertise, like go live because it's raw, right? I'm not saying don't prepare when you go live. I'm saying to go live because it gets you out of your comfort zone. So 10 ways you can go live. You can you can jumpstart your personal brand. 10 ways to jumpstart your personal brand. Okay. So the first one I said was show Show up, show up, show up. Take the opportunity to deliver value wherever you can. And if you can do that live, you can do that on video where people can get to see you and know you, like and trust you, go and do that. Another way to do that is own the URL of your name. My name is Monique Bryan. My website is also moniquebryan.com just because I couldn't come up with a name for my business at the time. And I still can't decide on one. And that is something that holds a lot of people back, right? I've, this is, I've had many businesses in the past. I refuse to let this business, the thing that got in my way was having the perfect website, having the perfect name, you know, all of that. I was like, no, I'm just going to use my name. And this was before I even knew 
I was going to go into personal branding. And what I've discovered since through all of my research, partnerships, collaborations is your name is the thing that you have. It is you. It is a thing that you own. So you get to control that real estate called your online brand when you own your name. So go and go to godaddy.com or Squarespace or wherever you get your domain names and try and secure your first and last name. If it's taken, use something that still speaks to the industry that you're in or the how you want to be known. So for example, if Monique Bryan was taken, I would have used I am Monique Bryan or I would have used Monique Bryan the coach. Something that pertains to the what I'm doing or how I want to be known. But this way I can build a website with my name and I can put my, I can create a portfolio website. I can create a business website, but it is a place for people to get to come and know you that you 110% control. So own the URL of your name. Next one is create a personal website. Create a personal website because this is your home. Now, all the other places where we showcase our personality and we showcase our expertise like primarily all of these social media channels, we don't own any of them, right? I know you've heard this a million times. We don't own them, meaning they can shut us down whenever they want. They can get hacked whenever they want. Not to say your website couldn't get jacked, but come on. The likelihood is a little less because nobody really cares about your website all that much, right? Create a personal website where you have a good headshot. It has your bio, your credentials, your contact information, and what you're interested in. So this is one of the things that people tend to miss. You've got a website, you've got your information, but now what? What do you, who do you want to contact you? What, who do you want to collaborate with? What types of opportunities are you looking for? Always tell people what to do next. You think people know, people don't know. So if you're looking to collaborate with people in X, whatever industry or whatever area, if you're looking to be hired for a new position, if you're looking for special projects, like tell people, it's the same thing if you're using your LinkedIn, tell people what you're looking for, what you need, what you want, because if we don't tell people what we want, they cannot help us. They can't help us. Next thing you're going to do is you're going to Google yourself. Now, these are not in any specific order, guys, but I definitely, these are like just top 10 easy, excuse-free things you can do today to jumpstart your personal brand. And if any of you guys were in last week's workshop, this was part of your bonus worksheets. You got this with you. If you're inside of my program, you got this. So if you're in the workshop, you have this bonus worksheet already. Just make sure you go back and look at it. That's the one thing I find about work workshops. You join workshops. I find like mine are very interactive. Like I give people time to work on things inside of the workshop because otherwise I feel you're going to walk away. You spent all this time you're not going to go and do the work now because you've just spent all this time and now you're busy or backed up. No, go and relook at the work. Okay. So that's for everyone who was in the workshop. <laughs> if you're not in the workshop and you want this checklist, send me a DM in exchange for your email. <laughs> I will send no, I, whether or not, I mean, I have to email it to you. So otherwise there's no other way for to get it. Let me know and I can send this over to you. So the next one was Google yourself. Google yourself, guys. What is Google saying about you? We are who Google says we are, period. But it's also a great opportunity to do a self audit because this is where people are meeting us, quote unquote, meeting us before they ever meet us. Very few people are meeting us in person before they've Googled us in some fashion. So when you put your name into Google, what comes up? You want to own that first page with your name, the things that you're doing, your website, your photos, your social media handles, all of those things should be on the first page of Google. And if it's not, 
It means that you are not spending time curating your online presence. You're not. And that's just, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you are trying to be a thought leader, if you're trying to be known or number one in your industry, if you're even trying to be known in your industry, if you're trying to be found, if you're trying to be chosen, then you are who Google says you are, right? And there are over 1 billion names Googled every single day. So imagine someone's Googling you and it's not even just that what they find is out of date or any of that, but think about how people make decisions about you just by what they see. We are all just making decisions based on the information that we have. So people are making decisions about you that may not even be true or may not even be relevant. And only because you didn't take the time to continuously update your information online. So update, 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 do that self audit and see what comes up. Okay. The next thing I want you to do to jumpstart that personal brand is I want you to update all of your bios. All of your bios, your social media bios, your website bios, your LinkedIn. I'm talking about every social media account that is attached to your name. Update these. This is what people are seeing. It's the same thing with Google, right? Your bios will be updated. And when you update your bios, it updates stuff in Google. So this is a great way to do your audit. Make it relevant to today. Make it relevant to who you want to reach, who it is you help, who is it you serve, who do you want to be connected with. Your, your credential, your accolades, your credentials that are relevant to the industry you want to be known in right this second. Next thing I want you to do is I want you to be clear on the lane you want to own. This is a big one and it is something that is missed often. You want to be everything to everyone. And when you try to be everything to everyone, what is the, what is the saying? We're nobody to nobody, right? We're, we're nothing to nobody, but we're trying to be everything to everyone. You have to know the lane you want to own. Now, a lot of people are like, well, Monique, I want to be known for a lot of things. I'm not one thing, right? Like I have a lot of different expertise. There's a lot of people I want to help. There's a lot of people I want to reach. Nothing wrong with that. But you want to be known as an expert in one thing first before you start diversifying and saying you're an expert in all of the things. Because you are actually harming your brand by saying you do all the things because no one can put you top of mind for the problem that they're trying to solve if you're everything to everyone. So if I say, for example, I'm a business coach, brand coach, personal brand coach, makeup artist, hairstylist, fashion designer, like not to say I couldn't be all of those things. However, I need to whittle it down for people so it's so easy for them to choose me that there is no confusion on when they should inject me in their life. And that's what we want. We want for people to think X and think Y. You're X, they're Y. That's it. That's what we want them to do. We don't want them to do anything else. Nothing else. So know the lane you want to own. And this will also help you build content. This will help you curate your copy, your bios, all of those things. But You have to know it and own it and own it for a while. Don't just, and I know sometimes when you're in the beginning, you're trying to figure out the who you are, but if you don't, if you keep jumping from one lane to the next, people are never going to take you seriously and we lose trust with the people we want to work with. If we're all, if one day they look us up and we're one thing and the next two weeks from now, one month from now, they look us up, we're another thing. In the beginning, it's okay to keep switching around till you get it right. But after that, stick with it and go there. 
like dive all in two feet, three hands, everything. Okay. Own the lane. Next thing I want you to do is update. We've updated bios. I want you to update those profile pictures. Guys, I need you to get some professional headshots. If you are in business, you consider yourself an expert, you want to raise your prices, you want to be seen as a professional. Some of you want to work in the corporate, get corporate contracts, you want to be consultants. Even if you want to be coaches, it doesn't even really matter. Getting a professional headshot is like the minimum now if you want to be seen as a serious business owner. It's an easy thing to do. They don't need to be fashionista, editorial, but get some professional headshots that showcases your personality and shows you as an approachable being that somebody would want to work with. What I advise, just like how we were talking about doing an audit on Google earlier, I would advise you to go look at all of your profile pictures that you have online. Ask yourself, would you hire you based on what you see? And sometimes you bias. You're like, no, I look cute. It's fine. Show it to a friend. Show it to a trusted friend and be like, would you hire me for X if you saw this picture? And then tell them how much you cost. Because that's another thing too. It's like, Look at a hot, you can't be selling $5,000 packages, for example, looking a $5 mess. No, get it together, right? And there's no one saying you have to have a stylist and, you know, have the perfect makeup artist and all of those things. No, you just want it to look clean and professional and approachable. Somebody you'd want to hire. Think of it as like a job interview because everything is technically a job interview, whether you're you have a job or you're an entrepreneur and your clients are are looking to decide between you and somebody else. I can't tell you, I, think about how you operate. When you see people's pictures online, you make a decision about them. You may not even be able to verbalize it. But if you see a picture, you instantly are saying something like, Ugh, I don't know. They don't look like somebody I'd like to work with. You've never even spoken to this person. How many times have you done this? <laughs> I've done this. <laughs> they don't look friendly. They don't look like my vibe. They don't look fun. Or you say the opposite. They look fun. They look interesting. Ooh, I want to know more. I can't tell you how many times people have reached out just solely based on, this sounds stupid, but just solely based on loving my glasses or loving my lipstick color. Like, I can't even tell you. I have so many people. One of the things I have on my intake is like, what had you choose me? It's almost like you being good at what you do is now a given. All the other pieces that make you as, make you up as a brand are what people are now deciding between you and somebody else. A lot of people say to me, you look quirky, you look fun. I'm quirky and I feel like we would really get along. I feel like I would love to take coaching from you. Things like that. Charmaine is saying, oh no, Raggedy Ann. Yes, Raggedy Ann has no place here in the business world. Mm -mm, Don't want to see it. Next thing I want you to do is I want you to own your social media handles. So whether or not you're using them actively, I still want you to own the name and keep them updated. So for example, if you know you're not active on LinkedIn, still have an updated LinkedIn profile because if your name is up there, people are looking in and you're going to show up in a search somewhere and then they're going to be like making a decision about you that may not even be true just based on what they see. Just keep it updated. You don't need to post all the time, but you do need to keep the bio updated, keep the keep the picture recent, things like that. I also like to own social media handles on platforms I'm not even currently active on, but maybe considering it. So for example, TikTok is a platform I'm not currently active on because I'm still learning, but I wanted to own my name, my handle, 
So nobody else could have that handle. And if somebody else was looking me up and someone else's TikTok came up, I wanted my name and my picture and my image to be attached to that. That's the cohesion of what people find about you online is what builds trust and a powerful personal brand, guys. I am telling you, there is no ifs, ands about it. So own your social media handles, whether or not you're using them, because this is your real estate. This is your online real estate. Next thing I want you to do for the people who've done everything else that I just said, everything else that I that I just said, I want you to find somewhere to speak to showcase your expertise. So start researching events, event organizers to that cater to your desired market and pitch your services. Now, if you didn't do all the other things that I said, you're not putting your best foot forward. So you only have like three to six seconds to make a powerful first impression. So think about it. If you're going to approach someone to showcase your expertise and be like, I could do a workshop for your people. I could do a really great speaking thing. I see you're doing this event. I'd love to come in and talk for 20 minutes. What do you think they're going to do first and foremost? Google you. They're going to look up your socials. They're going to look you up online. They're going to look for your website. They want to make sure that who you are, your brand is aligned with their brand because your job is to make them look good. That's it. So if you have a jankety online profile, they're not going to be hiring you. So don't don't approach people if you ain't ready. I can't tell you how that could really, really harm you. So I'll give you a perfect example. When I was early days, I was very much, I didn't know all of the things that I know now. Okay, so I am not in my soapbox telling you guys things that I, everything I'm telling you is from trial and error in my own life, in my own brand. And when I came out, one of the things I wanted to do more than anything was speak. I wanted to shout things from the rooftops. I was so excited to finally find my calling, finally be able to share my story, my voice. I knew who I wanted to help. I was passionate, like it was coming through my pores. And I would look for places to speak, but because I was unknown, nobody wanted me to come in. And I was like so devastated. One, I did feel entitled. Listen, sometimes we need to get these hard knock lives, okay? So I had to learn. When you can't be entitled, nobody knows you, just calm your ass down. So that's what I did, right? And I went to a friend of mine who was hosting this really big event. And I said, you know, I really want to speak at your event, but, you know, I haven't had much luck yet. And I don't have any proof that I know what I'm doing, but except for my social media, which is where I would come live all the time. And she said, okay, well, send me your media kit. And I said, uh, well, I don't have a media kit. And she was like, are you kidding me? She's like, you can't be out here talking about you want to come speak on my stage and you don't even have a media kit. And I was like, I didn't know. I was like, I don't know. Not every speaker or organization, organi- event organizer requires a media kit. But the fact that I didn't even have one yet, I felt entitled to go and speak on these stages is a bit ridiculous, right? So I hired some, I hired a team. I created a media kit. I sent it over to her and she was like, you know, when he, because we're friends, she was like, you know, that when you need, you need to stay on top of things. You need to stay on top of it. I said, you're a hundred percent right. I didn't even know what I didn't know. I sent it to her. It was beautiful. I was very proud of it, but she came back and gave me some really good feedback because I didn't get chosen. And she said, one of the things, one of the reasons I didn't get chosen was because it's not just up to her. It was up to a team of people who were putting on this event. I didn't stand out enough. There was nothing unique about what I was teaching that they saw as an opportunity for their audience. So she's, so I thought that, first of all, she said this to me, it hurt. It hit me in my heart. <laughs> just, let's just call it what it is. I was like, what do you mean not unique? I'm talking about entrepreneurship. And listen, when I think of it now, no, there was nothing unique that my story was unique, but that's not enough. Your story 
is important and it's what makes you uniquely you. But the you yourself that is the story is great, but that doesn't, it's not about you when you go and do speaking. It is about the audience. It is about everybody else. What are they going to walk away with? What do they need? Right? So I had to reframe how I showed up and I had to really evaluate what is new and different that the audience could learn that they haven't been hearing so much about everywhere else. Because I didn't have the Instagram following, the social media following at the time to like draw in a crowd. Nobody knew me. I had a pretty good online presence, right? But I didn't have a whole bunch of speaking engagements to back me up. I didn't have a bunch of brands under my belt yet. Like there were a lot of things I didn't have yet. So what I needed to do was more research. I needed to plan, but I also needed to reach out to more people, right? The more people I could reach out to and try and get speaking engagements, the more I would understand why I wasn't chosen. So sometimes it's good to reach out to people doing after you've done all the things I just said, you know, but it's good to reach out and ask for feedback. Don't be afraid to ask for feedback. One of the things I was always scared of was like, I don't like being rejected. Don't say no to me, please. Right. But those had I not asked for feedback, I would not have known. It was the best advice I could have gotten. And now it's something I teach. We always we teach what we need to know great. Here we are. So I've learned all those lessons. I've created millions, like tons of media kits since then. All my clients do the same. Like there are steps and formulas that I've learned because I've been kicked down a couple of times and I've seen what doesn't work. That's how we find out what does work. And the last one is this probably, this wasn't in any specific order guys, but the last one is delete, delete, delete. This means I want you to delete everything off of the internet that can be deleted or untagged or removed that no longer serves your brand of who you are today. Now, we put things online. We have no idea where they go after we delete it. So maybe they're still there. We don't even really know. However, our goal is to curate that online experience for people so people understand who we are, who we serve, and what what to do next about us, right? Because we are trying to attract people who can benefit from what we have to offer. That's the goal. That's the point, right? So you've got to spend time curating that online experience. So if you've had many businesses in the past, if you've had different, many lives, and many of us have, right? You should have. Why not, right? Have as many lives and launch as many businesses as as your life will allow. But for where you are right now, I need you to delete everything else. Perfect example. So for anyone who doesn't know me, meeting me for the first time, My background is actually in product development and fashion design. That is how I began my whole life since I was nine years old, drawing pictures. I went to fashion school. I studied in Europe. I came, I studied in Toronto, Canada as well. And I worked for a product development company for a national retailer. I was head of product. Like I had a really great job at a very young age. That's what I thought my whole life would be. And then I got really sick of clothing. I learned a lot. I worked in manufacturing. I got to travel to Asia. I got to go to the factories. Like I got to see where like some of the most high-end dresses are made and where some of the most lowest like bottom of the barrel outfits and and clothing is made. Like I've got to see every, every single part of the spectrum. I got so sick and tired of clothing that I went into jewelry design. I was like, no one's making costume jewelry. I'll make costume jewelry. First of all, everyone was making costumes. More people are making it now, but not as like I was a bit naive. So I started that business. I did that for six years. Six years I sold internationally. I sold jewelry. 
I was like, this is a small product. It's not going to cost me that much. It's, the, the reasons I even started it are beyond. It, it doesn't really matter. The point is, I did that for a while. I was like, I'm going to build the biggest accessory company in the world. This is when I was in my 20s. And then I fell out of love with that. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what I want to do. Then I was like, well, as an entrepreneur, I started learning all of these different things. Because I was doing so much trial and error, I was meeting, I went and did a lot of networking, I met a lot of people and they were like, okay, how are you knowing all of these things? I'm just starting my business. I wish I knew what you knew. I was like, oh, well, I've done a lot of research. I've been in the game a while. So then I was like, there's a real need here where people wanted the shortcut to building products. So I became a consultant for building products and I did that for a few years and then I hated that too. Like, yeah, this is how it goes sometimes, right? So I went from there, I give you a whole long story, but basically I went from there to being a business coach, to being a consultant, to moving into personal branding. And the personal branding came from me wanting, on my background, I had done a lot of photo shoots, styling. I've got to dabble in so many different areas. I've also done life coaching. So it all made sense when it came together, but I still didn't see it until somebody else who I trusted pointed it out to me and she was just like, Winnie, can you stop doing all these different things and just own the personal branding space? And I was like, personal branding? I didn't even think about that. It's like literally in my blood. And I didn't even realize, like, I go to sleep thinking about it. There's things that I see, like, I really, really, like, it's so interesting when you find the thing you're supposed to be doing, right? But you don't even, sometimes you don't even have a name for it, right? So anywho, that, long story short, multiple, multiple, multiple businesses, multiple, multiple lives Deleting stuff offline that no longer serve you is important. Like I said, if you want a link to that checklist, you have to send me a DM and we'll figure that out. The team will send you, send me your email, all the things. But if there are things that I couldn't delete online, because it's possible, right? Other people tag you in things. You can't find all the stuff that used to be. The best way to curate that message then is to push old content to the later pages of Google because no one goes to the second, third page of Google really when they're looking you up. And the way to do that is to create new content. Nobody really knows when it used to do jewelry or used to do fashion or used to whatever, because I create so much content now since that time that you would have to do a deep dive to go and find those things really and truly. So the best way to curate your message is to continue to share, 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 show up, show up, show up, show up. That's what I need you guys to do. Okay, guys, I'm going to do a really quick recap for anyone who's coming here for the first time. Welcome. We're here every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you are not able to be here, just know all our episodes get put on the Juicy CEO podcast, which some people may be listening to right now. So make sure you check that out because we've got a lot of juicy bonuses over on the podcast. So here's a recap. Top 10 ways to jumpstart your brand, your personal brand today. Own the URL of your name. Create a personal website. Own your social media handles. Make sure that you Google yourself and do a self-audit. Update your bios. Update your profile photos. Be clear on the lane that you want to own. Delete, 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 delete. Things that no longer serve you. Find somewhere to speak and make sure you keep on showing up. That's it. I would advise you to go back and watch it from the beginning if you missed it because there was lots of juicy bits and it's such a perfect time, right? We are at the top of the year. Now's the time. Take the, take the leap, but more importantly, like no excuses. You've got to decide what it is that you want and you will have it no matter what. And if it means you need to sit down for an hour and go and do these things, because that's literally you can go and do these things in an hour. You could do all of this in an hour. You really could. 
So set the time aside and go and get it done. Don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it like all of us tend to do. I know we got our perfectionists in the air, like myself. Don't do that. Decide you're going to have what you want. You're going to have it no matter what, period. And go and get it done. Okay, guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you here next week, same time, same channel. Okay, bye. This episode was super juicy, am I right? If you ever want to experience the Dirty 30 Live in real time, follow me over on Instagram at MoniquePrian underscore co. That's Brian with a Y. And set your alarm to every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and come get your questions answered live over on the show. And if you want to experience the juice 24-7, make sure you join my free Facebook community, The Juicy Brand Squad, where you get exclusive tools, trainings, and access to a community of other badass entrepreneurs raising their juicy CEO status. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business.